and online at KORNradio.com. Coverage of the Colonels on KORN being brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Mitchell Roofing and Siding, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This is a copyrighted broadcast of Mitchell Colonel Basketball as the property of Nedved Media, LLC, solely for the entertainment and non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this event, including a charge for listening without the express written consent of Nedved Media, LLC, is strictly prohibited. Let's now go courtside for coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball and your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN. Here with a play-by-play call, Travis Krenz. And welcome back to the Corn Palace here Thursday night. Uh, Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on KORN. A little bit of a late start here. Probably get started oh, a little around uh, 7.15 here tonight for Sioux Falls Roosevelt. 1-11. and 11. They take on the Mitchell Colonels who are now 7-6. and six. They've won six in a row. And, uh, Sean, they've got a great shot here to win, get to, uh, their seventh straight win here tonight. They uh, beat... Uh, a pretty good Jefferson team on Tuesday, 46 to 40, and and it's been it's been all about that defense here. This uh, winning streak that spans nearly a month now. Yeah, I just I love how hard this Colonel girls team plays every night, and uh, yes, the defense has really been the story during this winning streak. Um, just going all out every possession on defense when the offense isn't there right away, and I like how they've been getting a little bit of everybody involved. Uh, during this winning streak. It's not just Sawyer Stabner all the time like it was early on in the season. And, uh, yeah, good good matchup here tonight for the Colonels. Roosevelt just 1-11 and 11 on the season. So you think that's a team that's having a rough season and probably struggling a lot. But, first of all, they've got some really good experience mm-hmm. on this team. Four of five starters for Roosevelt are seniors. And then uh, one junior. So it's a team that's uh, been playing a lot of games together. So... That's one thing you got to consider when you're this young Colonels team who's kind of overachieving, I might say, this year. Um, and then I also look at the Rough Riders' schedule, and they're coming off a loss uh, to Huron, but only by six. Yep. That is a team that the Colonels just don't want to see again for a long time because they played them twice this year and had two miserable experiences. So if I'm the Colonels, I kind of keep keep my mind on that game that the Rough Riders just had. So, And another thing about a 1-11 and 11 team, that's a desperate team. Yep. So they're going to come out here desperate for a win, and the Colonels got to be ready for a lot of energy early on here by the Rough Riders. Yeah, this is one you can't overlook. We'll talk to head coach Cole Knippling, and uh, again, you can't overlook uh, this Roosevelt team just because they're 1-11. and 11. They only averaged 40 points per ball game, but again, they only lost to Huron by 6. And somehow they kept them to to 50 points on Tuesday night, and uh, their one win came against uh, Yainton back on January 20th, 47-44. to 44. And you would think a team that's 1-11, they're on the outside of that Sodak 16 looking in, but that is not the case. Uh, they're actually the 15 seed. There are four teams behind this uh, Roosevelt team at 1-11 because their schedule has been so tough. They play a lot of those uh, Sioux Falls schools that only have uh, one or two losses, so uh, even though they are 1-11, they'll probably make that Sodak 16 uh, because their schedule has been so much tougher than the likes of uh, Spearfish, Douglas, and Sturgis. 
Uh, for the Colonels, again, Sawyer Stabner had 17 points and 12 rebounds Tuesday night at Jefferson. Caitlin Christensen has really turned it on the past couple weeks. She nearly had a double-double with the eight points and nine rebounds the other night. Then all the uh, three other starters scored seven points. So it was like you said, it wasn't just Sawyer Stabner. We don't need everybody to score 20, but if everybody can get between five and ten, uh, you, you get to that 50-point mark, you're going to win because you're only giving up uh, 39, 40 points for a ball game here over the past month. Yeah, and balanced scoring is something the Colonels would love to see on every night. I mean, this winning streak has been great, but as we've mentioned, they've been doing it only scoring kind of in the 40s while their defense has kind of been the story. I mean, just imagine the potential of this Colonel team if their offense could be a little bit more balanced on any given night. I think they'd be way ahead of their schedule as far as how young this team is going forward. And Colonels, they're going to start uh, Taylor Giblin, 5'6", junior, Lauren Van Overshield, the 5'4", freshman guard. Sawyer Stabner, 5'9", sophomore. Sarah Siebert, the 5'7", senior. And Caitlin Christensen, the 6'0", senior forward. Uh, meanwhile, for the uh, Sioux Falls Roosevelt Rough Riders, 1-11. They're led by their head coach, uh, Chris Agin. Uh, again, they will start uh, four seniors and uh, one junior. Haley Miller, a 5'7", guard. Uh, Katie Spicer, a 5'7 junior guard. Also, uh, Kayla Martinez, she's the lone starter from last season. Uh, Martinez is a 5'7 senior. Also, uh, Kaylee Schmitz, a 5'9 senior. And Aubrey Breaker, a 5'10 uh, senior forward. Your officials uh, tonight uh, here in this ball game, your law on the courts, uh, brought to you by the South Dakota Attorney General's Office. It's Brad Coleman, Eric Grocott, and Ryan Neal. Your law on the court here tonight. We're back in 30 seconds with head coach Cole Knipling. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball tonight on KORN. Let's say somebody calls and says he's from the IRS. He says you owe taxes and you need to pay right away by getting a gift card at the store. Should you do it? No, it's a scam. Government agencies will never make you pay with a gift card. If you've paid with a gift card, contact the company that issued the gift card right away and contact the South Dakota Attorney General's Office of Consumer Protection, 800-300-1986. Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball tonight, uh, riding a six-game winning streak as they return to the Corn Palace tonight to take on Sioux Falls Roosevelt. Head coach Cole Knippling joins us here in the pregame show, coming off a, another win at Sioux Falls Jefferson on Tuesday, 46-40. to uh, Looked like the defense uh, was on point again. Uh, what do you take away from that win on Tuesday? I think it was you know, arguably our best win of the year. They're a very, very good team. they got some really good athletic players, um, and I thought we did a really nice job of taking away their strengths. Um, they got a really good quick guard that we just – Really walled up well defensively and did not let her get to the lane. I thought we did a good job of making their post player, the Jada Dunn. Uh, she had a hard time getting touches, so I was really, really proud of how they played. I thought they played smart, tough, uh, gritty game. When it comes to this defense here during this winning streak, you're giving up about you know, 39, 40 points a game. Uh, is it execution? Is it effort? Is it all the things that you want? Because uh, things have just been uh, been really, really good here the past month. I think we've learned how to take away team strengths. You know, the teams have been shooting poorly against the zone. I think we've had all of 19 and I think like one or two of 23 in the last two games. And you can say we're getting lucky, but it's also making sure you leave the right people open, not the wrong. Um, that'll be a challenge versus us you know, tonight. I think they got some really good shooters, and, and they're a better set shot team than maybe some of the ones we've seen. So we're going to have to make sure we can keep doing that tonight. 
And when it comes to Caitlin Christensen, she's really uh, turned it on here the last couple of weeks. She almost had a double-double uh, at Jefferson. What what has been the change that you've seen in her where, where she's kind of uh, been a huge improvement here over the past couple of weeks? Yeah, I think she's finally um, just kind of started to realize that she can play with anybody. I think some of it's belief and confidence and determination um, to get it done in there. You know, she's really just she's gotten to the point where it doesn't matter who she's playing against. She goes right at them, and, and she's out-rebounding them. She's, she's making it tough for them to you know, we played two really good posts last week um, and, and one this week, and they just are not getting catches because Caitlin's doing her work. She's a smart basketball player. You know, she's grown up in a basketball yep. family. Um, and so you can tell she's thinking the game really well out there, and it, it's starting to pay off. Cole Knipling joins us. The Mitchell girls now at 7-6 and six on the season. How was it playing at Jefferson? Brand new school, brand new facility. It looks like an ice gym. Yeah, it was a really neat venue. The, the bleachers are really stacked on top of you. I can imagine if that place is packed that it would be a pretty loud and crazy gym. Um, you know, and they got a good team. That, that's, I think that makes it fun, too. They, they got a lot of good things going for them. We, we walked to school, and that's impressive. Hopefully the new Mitchell High School someday will look a lot like that. There we go. Yeah, very impressive uh, facilities they have there on the uh, uh, west side of Sioux Falls, north side of Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh have you had a team like this? We've talked about you know how they've improved so much over the past month, and you lose all those seniors. You lose what seven, eight contributors from last year, and uh, you know this yeah. year you would think you know this is going to be a rebuilding year. This is going to be a, a year for the future. You're you're, you're the ten seed right now, and you got maybe a couple wins <laughs> left here. I mean, forget yeah. about making it. You're, you're looking at that uh, top eight seed now. Have you had a team yeah. in your career that surprised you or or, or done what this team's done? I don't know. Um, there's maybe been one other team that I that I felt like had the growth this team did. One of my boys' teams at Elk Point Jefferson, mm-hmm. but but even then, I don't know. Not not to this level. Not where you went from one and six to seven and six, and to just go from you know some of the teams we lost to in the first month, uh, we'd be by thirty right now. You know, mm-hmm. kind of deal. Now we're beating these teams that like Sioux Falls Jefferson, Rapid City Central is ranked number five, ten and two. They lost by twenty five in that gym, mm-hmm. and we went into that gym and led from beginning to end. Um, so that you know, you look at that right there, and that should make you realize just how well we're playing. We had a good talk last night about reevaluating our goals. You know, mm-hmm. it's no longer let's just try and make the Sweet 16. It's let's try and have a home game. Let's have a good matchup. Let's try and get a favorable um, matchup at the state tournament, kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like you got to start believing that you're kind of that team. You, you've gotten to that point. Um, so it's it's fun. It's neat. I, I think the girls we kind of had a good reflection last night, and this has been really good. Also, that refocus of. You know, like we're playing a team tonight that's one and eleven. I said somebody at one point in time looked at you and said they're one and six, and this is going to be easy. And we beat the heck out of that team. So it's it's you know you can't you can't walk in and have that mentality versus them. We're not that good. Um, we we're good because we're doing little things. We're playing hard. We're preparing well. And so you got to keep doing that. And then, like you said, how do you convey that message? This is a team with one win. A lot of folks may overlook them, but uh, this this could be a dangerous game tonight. Yeah, you got to show them some film of them being successful. You know, sometimes you, with a good team, you show them film of how you, how they can look bad. With a bad team, you show them film of how they can look good. And you got this is what you got to take away. This is what they can do to you, so that they take them serious. And you know, it's you know, we've we've played these these girls a lot, and so you know they've been a good team for a few years. There's a Martinez girl that's mm-hmm. as good a shooter as we will see. Um, so we have a work cut out for us. And you got to realize too, like I tell them, this isn't your normal one and eleven team. They've lost to all of those good Sioux Falls. Like, they're a 1-11 team that's either 14th or 15th in seed points. You know, like, they're in the tournament right now because all of their losses are to the top, you know, five, six teams in the state. So, um, you know, you can't look at that and say that they're just going to be a pushover. 
Mitchell Colonel basketball tonight. The girls going for their seventh win in a row here at the Corn Palace versus Roosevelt. Coach, good luck. I appreciate it. Cole Knippling joins us again. What what a turnaround for this uh, Mitchell girls. Enough can't be said about uh, just the huge difference. Just in the past month, since uh, late December, uh, Mitchell girls were 1-6. They lost a couple of close games, and uh, we talked about it a little bit during the, the boys' game earlier this week. Uh, Sean and I did. It seemed like the turnaround in this winning streak, the start of this winning streak, was that 45-41 to win uh, versus Pierre in early January. Since then, they've won six in a row, and that was a, a, a gutty, grinded-out time. Type of win uh, because it was 45-41. Neither team's offense could get going, and that would have been a, a bad loss for either team, a loss where you feel like you need to win that game. I think Mitchell outscored uh, Pierre in the fourth quarter of that game 6-5. to five. So in order to win that game, just get it rolling. They were 2-6. and six. Since then, they've won five in a row. They're now at 7-6. and six. They've won three uh, games on the road in the Sioux Falls area. It was last week versus Harrisburg. It was uh, last Friday night versus Lincoln. They blew them out by 22. And then uh, a Jefferson team that's in that 7-8 and eight spot. Uh, uh, they're, they're a good team. They could have a home game in that Sodak 16. And they go into Jefferson and uh, kind of dominate that game at times, holding them to only 16 points in the first half and uh, winning that game 46-40. Uh, to 40. So, again, you've got uh, Roosevelt tonight. They're a one-win team. You got to win tonight. Then you've got Aberdeen Central uh, Tuesday of next week. They're a two-win team. So on paper, Mitchell's playing very well right now. You would like to pick up these two wins. And if you do, you'd be 9-6 and six and winners of eight in a row. And uh, nobody would want to see Mitchell uh, come tournament time. A uh, fairly light schedule across the estate here tonight for AA girls. Just a couple other games uh, in action. We have Yankton and Pier tonight. Also a Brookings taking on at Sioux Falls Lincoln in AA girls. Uh, other uh, scores from around the state, other games tonight. Mount Vernon Plankington, they take on the Hanson girls. Hanson coming off their big win uh, versus number one Wagner. That was on Tuesday night, uh, first time Wagner has lost this season. Uh, they'll be back in action. Wagner takes on ACDC tonight. And uh, McCook Central Montrose versus Garrettson. Uh, Mitchell Christian girls are at Howard. Scotland will take on Platt Geddes. Uh, Wessington Springs at Lower Brule. And Freeman versus Alcester Hudson. Your area uh, girls basketball schedule tonight. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Uh, starters and tip-off coming up next. Should be a good one tonight. Another chance for another win It'd be seven in a row. Mitchell Colonels hosting Roosevelt tonight. It's up next at the Corn Palace. You can only hear the game right here in Mitchell on KORN. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. It is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball here tonight, a Teacher Appreciation Night. So that was in the pregame here. Uh, taking a look at the boys schedule here tonight, another light night of a basketball for Thursday. Just a few area teams in action. Uh, boys basketball, Hanson and Mount Vernon Plankington. That's tonight uh, at Mount Vernon Plankington at 7.30. That should be a good one. Uh, Hanson boys at 10-4 and, and MVP at 9-4 here about uh, in that uh, three-quarters mark of the season. Also, Andy Central Dakota Christian, they will take on Wagner tonight in boys basketball. 
Taking a look at some of the uh, Class B teams in action. Uh, number two, White River, they host Wall. And uh, number three, Lower Brule, they will host uh, Westington Springs uh, here tonight. So uh, some of those uh, other scores from around the state. Ethan versus Scotland, boys basketball. Also a number five, Plant Geddes. Uh, they'll be hosting Kimball White Lake tonight. Plant Geddes uh, tied for fifth in the latest Class B boys basketball poll. Also, a Freeman will host Alcester Hudson tonight. Both of those teams with one loss, so somebody's got to win that one. Uh, Freeman at 1-13, Alcester Hudson at 1-14. Also uh, tonight, Mitchell Christian boys, they will be at Howard uh, to take on the Tigers. Tip-off still about, oh, three, four minutes away. Uh, here's the uh, national anthem coming up next. Mitchell Colonels at 7-6, and six, looking for their seventh straight win. A 1-6 start, they're now 7-6, and six, and 10th in seed points as they continue to climb the Class AA standings. For Sioux Falls, Roosevelt, they're at 1-11. and 11. They're led by head coach Chris Agan. We'll take a timeout, come back next with the tip-off right here on KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORN It is coverage of Mitchell Curl Boys Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Coming up this Friday night, the Colonel Boys are at number one Sioux Falls Roosevelt. We'll have the pregame show at 6.45 with tip-off at 7 from Sioux Falls. It is on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. It is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball here tonight, 7.15. Travis and John at the Corn Palace. Colonels at 7-6, Sioux Falls Roosevelt at 1-11. And, and the Colonels, their starters, Taylor Giblin, Lauren Van Overshield, Sawyer Stabner, Sarah Sieberts, and Caitlin Christensen. Colonels in their home white uniforms with the black numbers and gold trim tonight. For Sioux Falls Roosevelt, they'll start Haley Miller, Katie Spicer, uh, Kayla Martinez, Kaylee Schmitz, and Aubrey Baker. And the starting five for Roosevelt. At 1 and 11, they're wearing their maroon uniforms with white numbers and yellow trim as we're ready to get underway here. It'll be interesting again, uh, coming off a very physical game against uh, Jefferson. Some of the Colonels' top players may be a little sore from that game a couple of nights ago, so we'll see we'll see how it goes here early on. Yeah, you were telling me about uh, Sawyer Stabner taking a pretty good fall last night during the game, and uh, so this might be one of those nights where she does need a little bit of uh, support offensively if she can't go like 100%. I mean, we know the effort's going to be there whether she's gimpy or not, but she may need a little bit extra help here tonight. Baker at 5'10", jumping with the 5'9", Stabner, and we are underway as Stabner wins the tip. Giblin will bring it up. Colonel's going across the Corn Palace floor from left to right. Colonel's looking for their seventh straight win. Stabner drives left side, kicks it back out to Van Overshield. She loses it at the free throw line. Turnover and a steal there by uh, the Rough Riders. Aubrey Baker comes up with it. Turnover by Van Overshield. Here comes Roosevelt moving across the court from right to left. They get it right side, a deep three for Spicer. That one is short. Rebound for Stabner, saves it to Christensen, and Stabner will bring it up. So a good look at a three, a deep one for Roosevelt. Stabner drives left side, layup way off the mark, way uh, over uh, the rim right there. Opening seconds, still scoreless here between Roosevelt and Mitchell. And that curdle defense, they like to play a 2-3 zone. 
giving teams some problems here this season. Roosevelt gets it to right side. Here's a drive by Schmidt. Now they get it in the lane, lay up this one off the mark, no good by Martinez. And already two rebounds for Stabner one minute in. And Martinez, she's the only returning starter from last season. Stabner thinks about taking the three. She'll push it right to Giblin. Now in the right corner to Siebert with 20 on the shot clock. Still no score, nearly 90 seconds into this one. Stabner now at the top of the key, dribbling left, picks it up, hands it off to Giblin. Giblin now at the top of the key. She'll drive the lane left side, eight to shoot. Colonels, they find Van Overshield underneath, but it's tipped away. Last touched by Spicer, seven to shoot here for Mitchell. Good defense for Roosevelt, 6.30 to go in this first quarter. Still looking for our first points as Giblin will throw it in. Colonels have seven seconds to shoot. Stabner's left side gets it in. Here's Siebert. Van Overshield going to have to pop a three with three to go on the shot clock. No good. Christensen with the offensive rebound. Giblin with the three at the top of the key. That one's wide right. It's nearly an air ball, and that'll be out of bounds. So uh, Colonels offense struggling thus far. Uh, 0 of 3 and 0 of 2 from deep. Yeah, some good looks so far as far as, uh, you know, getting quality shots goes. They're just not falling yet. Last couple possessions, there wasn't a lot of movement mm-hmm. away from the basketball. That's kind of part of the problem trying to set up the offense. Here's another steal by Stabner, and we'll get a foul on Roosevelt. Uh, she was going uh, coast to coast on that fast break opportunity. First foul on Roosevelt. This will be on Katie Spicer. And the good thing about that offense or that defense, it's always there. That uh, offense just can't get going. And here's another turnover by the Colonels as Siebert at half court throws it to the other end of the court. Nobody touches it. Well, I mean, they just played Tuesday night, and it was kind of a hard-fought defensive battle. So, you know, you wonder a little bit about where the energy level is at with, you know, Stabner being a little bit banged up. But so far, they're just really rusty to start this game. Two minutes in, no score, Roosevelt and Mitchell. And here's the turnover. Christensen touched it. Boy, she will let that one go. There's no one around her. Just a terrible pass by the Rough Riders. And Christensen got a hand on it and uh, went out of bounds. So Roosevelt gets it with 24 to shoot. They'll take a wide open three. That'll be an air ball by Baker. An offensive rebound for Roosevelt. Here's a three by Spicer. That one goes in and out. No good. Goes around the world a couple times. And it will still scoreless. 5.40 to go in this first quarter. Stabner and half court. She is trapped. Gets it back from Christensen. And we're back to going here. Giblin dribbles to her left. Now to the top of the key. 20 on the shot clock. Now to Christensen at the top of the arc. Stabner down low. Layup left side. Good. 5.25 to go in the first quarter. 2-0 Mitchell. Great sign right there. Stabner with a nice uh, pass underneath to get her open. And just kind of what she does. Drives that lane and... Got a nice layup for herself. Aubrey Baker kicks it out to Spicer. Back to Baker as Van Overshield knocks it away. It'll stay with uh, Roosevelt here on the possession arrow. Uh, Stabner and Van Overshield go to the uh, go to the floor. Well, if Stabner's banged up at all, you can't tell. No, because you when you're banged up, you don't really dive at loose balls on the floor like that. Really well done by Sawyer Stabner. Mallory Nelson checks in here for the Rough Riders, a 5'10 junior. Here's another three at the top of the key. Haley Miller, this one off the back iron, no good. Stabner with her third rebound already. See if she takes this coast-to-coast, driving right side. And, oh, she threw it in. It won't count. Just threw it in from about 5, 10 feet out. It'll be a foul on Roosevelt. No shots. You're, uh, three minutes in, only 2 to nothing. Mitchell. This will be the second foul on Roosevelt. Miller's yeah. first. Well, both teams... 
Pretty cold shooting so yes. far. Rough Riders 0 of 5 at this point. Mitchell's just 1 of 4. Giblin off the deflection. Layup is no good, but free throws coming for Taylor Giblin. That pass from Siebert in the left corner was tipped by Martinez and couldn't come up with the steal, so Giblin takes advantage of the wide open lane. Yeah, nice job by Giblin just to gather that, that tip pass and set herself up for some free throws here. Fouls on uh, Mallory Nelson, her first, team's third. Giblin's first free throw is also short, so we stay at two to nothing. First one off the bench for Mitchell is Maddie Kempf, a 5-4 sophomore. She'll check in for Stabner. Stabner usually doesn't come out of the ball game. You can see she's a little ginger walking off, so they'll try and get her a little bit of rest here. Uh, 5.41 to go in this first quarter. Giblin, her second free throw. This one is too strong, but a rebound by Siebert to keep the possession alive. And they're going to say uh, that was a tie-up, so it'll stay with the possession arrow towards the Colonels. A fresh 35 here. Another opportunity for the Colonels to score with Stabner on the bench. Giblin drives. This one a teardrop that goes wow. in. Falling out of bounds from about seven feet out. Oh, Four to nothing, Mitchell. What a shot by Giblin over on that right baseline as she was falling out of bounds. Just put it up there with just the right amount of touch, and it went in. Van Overshield tips it away. Another steal for her. Kemp comes up with it as they steal it from Nelson at the free throw line. So some good defense. Again, we're halfway through this quarter, and Roosevelt has not scored yet. Here's a three by Siebert, top of the key. That one is too strong. Another offensive rebound, though, this time for Kemp. They get it now to Christensen, and she traveled. Had it there deep in the post and shuffled her feet a little bit. 4-0 Mitchell, 4-13 to go. This is a Roosevelt team that only averages 40 points per ball game. Stabner checks in, or going to check in during the next dead ball. Roosevelt, they've kind of settled for some threes, and here's a layup right side, and they missed that one. Tip, uh, tip is no good by Schmidt. You can't ask for a much better look than that. Right under the basket for the Rough Riders. Yeah, that was just really well defended that time by the Colonels. Siebert kind of uh, changed where that ball was going just enough. Layup, Siebert. Oh, we're going to get a foul. Nice pass by Kemp to find Sarah Siebert right under the basket. Team foul starting to pile up here for Roosevelt. This is their fourth foul in four minutes. This will be the first on Schmidt. And none on Mitchell so far. Just playing good, clean defense. And he can't score. Get to the free throw line. Get some points there. Siebert, her first free throw. It is good. Things a little bit off tonight offensively. Giblin was 0 for 2, and Siebert misses this one. And if, if Sawyer Stabner is going to have to have an extended amount of time where she's on the bench tonight, uh, this yeah. needs to be a big night for uh, uh, Siebert. Siebert. Absolutely, because she's their second best scorer on the season. Siebert's free throw is good. It's 5 to nothing. Mitchell halfway through this first quarter. Delaney Dagan checks in, the 5-4 sophomore. Stabner back out there for the Colonels as Giblin and Christensen take a rest. Here's a right corner three for Roosevelt. They still haven't scored that one too strong from Spicer. Long rebound here by Sieberts. This one tipped. Stabner gets it at half court. 5-0 Colonels pitching a shutout thus far. 3.20 to go in this opening quarter. Drive by Stabner off glass. That one way off, way too strong. Driving on the right side. Here come the Rough Riders. Martinez drives the lane, kicks it right. And Colonel, they're not giving up any points here in these first five minutes. They've won six in a row, and it's been all about that defense. Van Overshield looking for a steal. We'll get a foul. He's got a couple of steals thus far. It's the first on Mitchell. 
Yeah. We'll go against Van Overshield. Van Overshield and Staten are both just kind of coming over to the ball carrier that time because they're, they kind of had her trapped and got bailed out a little bit there by the whistle, I guess. But that was just good help defense by Van Overshield and Stapner. Oh, uh, three minutes to go here. 5 nothing. Mitchell. Roosevelt with the ball. Fresh shot clock. Martinez throws it to Abigail Schold. Schold checks in a 5-6 junior. Ooh. And we get another whistle. This will be the second foul on Mitchell in the last couple of seconds. Well, Stabner keeps on favoring kind of her rib area. She's yep. kind of grabbed her sides a couple of times after some contact and diving on the floor, so we'll have to watch that. 2.45 to go. Another shot here for Roosevelt. Here's a deep two in the right corner. That one is short. No good by Schold. Knocked out of bounds. Last touched by the uh, Colonels and Christensen. So this is the third, fourth opportunity here for Roosevelt to try and score. Martinez gets it in the left corner. She'll pop a three. That one's finally good. Finally, two and a half minutes into this game. They'll call it a long two. A long two for Martinez to cut that lead down to three. And this one, Colonels, they turn it over. Pass from Siebert to, oh! I think we got a, the referee gave it to Mitchell. I'm not sure about that. It is Roosevelt ball. Yes, that's very obvious there. Brad Coleman with the uh, correction there. As uh, Siebert's pass to Stabner just out of her reach. And it goes out of bounds near the Mitchell bench in the backcourt. So another turnover here for the Colonels. 2.20 to go. Roosevelt, three-point shot away from tying this thing after not scoring for the first five and a half minutes. Martinez pushes it over to Spicer. Back to Martinez on the left side. Now in the left corner, here's a three. That one is shortened by Schold. Rebound, Stabner fighting for it's going to go to... Roosevelt's on the tie-up and the possession arrow as Schold tied up Stabner. And three tie-ups here in the first quarter already. Five to two, Mitchell coming up on two minutes to go in this first quarter. Rough Riders, Martinez, their best player, left side. Gives it off. Here's a three by Spicer. That one's off the mark. Another rebound by Stabner. Roosevelt continues to be ice cold from three-point land. This one knocked out of bounds, last touched by Roosevelt and Katie Spicer. Yeah, Roosevelt's cold from everywhere. I mean, they're just one of 11 shooting so far in this game, but Mitchell not really able to take much advantage as they're just uh, two out of nine from the floor so far and only lead by three. Giblin and Christensen back in. This one tipped again out of bounds. They'll say Christensen was the last one to touch it. So the uh, Colonels turn it over. I think Mitchell thought it was their ball. Giblin was ready to, hey, the ball, but no, that one was last touched by Christensen, so another Mitchell turnover. Slow start, 5-2 to two Colonels, minute 45 to go in this quarter. Martinez, a deep three to tie it. That one's uh, just off the mark. That was way downtown on the uh, right wing. Another offensive rebound for the Rough Riders. Another shot to tie it with the three. They'll pop it again. This one is short from Schold. They just continue to shoot threes, and they have not made one yet. And yet they're still within three. That's yep. the amazing thing here. The Colonels are not taking advantage. Van Overshield, left corner, thinks about a three. She'll dribble right, hand it off to Giblin. Giblin will drive right side. Stopped at the free throw line. Now down low on the right block to Christensen, who is scoreless tonight. She gets rid of it to Giblin at the top of the key. Ten seconds to shoot, a minute to go in the quarter. Here's Siebert on the left side. Now Stabner down low to Christensen. you got to make a move, layup left side, and good. 
Nice job by Christensen. Curdles up 7-2. Really well done that time. They were just very patient with the basketball. Siebert actually had a chance at a long jumper, but got it inside to Christensen, who got good position in the post. Drive by Spicer. She loses it and travels. 44 seconds to go. It's 7-2. Curdles with a great chance here to give up two points in a quarter. Can't get much better than that. No, I mean, defensively, this has just been perfect. Along with the really cold shooting by Roosevelt, the shots just aren't yeah. falling for the Rough Riders. Turtles play this zone defense, and uh, Roosevelt can't shoot them out of it at all. They've made one shot here in this first quarter. Christensen under, oh, Giblin underneath right side. She turns, and it's stripped, stolen by Roosevelt. Here's another wild layup. That one off the mark by Abigail Schold, and we get a foul. On uh, the Rough Riders. This will be their fifth with 20 seconds to go. Shot clock is turned off. And Roosevelt's got a couple of good looks, but they just can't make a three-pointer to save themselves. And that one was kind of a wild, uh, out-of-control layup. Fifth foul on Roosevelt in the first quarter. That's the second on Katie Spicer. Siebert throwing it in. Got to get it in. Gets it into Christensen. Back to Siebert. Plenty of time for Mitchell. Up 7-2, to two, 15 seconds left in this quarter with no shot clock. Yeah, absolutely, just hold. Hold for one last shot here as well as this quarter's gone. I mean, offensively, not a thing of beauty, but they still lead by five, and Roosevelt's only scored two points. I mean, yeah. you can't ask for a better defensive quarter. Sixth foul on Roosevelt with nine seconds left in the first. It's the second on Haley Miller. So you should live at the free throw line in the second quarter. Well, I was going to say, look at Roosevelt's foul trouble here. 16 fouls, and we're just about to start the second quarter, so that plays very much into the Colonel's favor here, the way that the offense has been going. Nine seconds to go. Stabner has it at half court. She will drive left. Kick it out left side. It's stolen. Three seconds to go. Half court shot. Van Overshield knocks it away again. Beautifully done. From behind, Van Overshield trailing it, and last second just reaches in there and pops the ball away without fouling, and a great finish to the quarter. Seven to two. Mitchell in the lead. Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball tonight. We're back in uh, one minute with the second quarter on KORN. This is JR of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iverson's in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. At the end of the first quarter, Colonel Girls leading Roosevelt 7-2. Travis and Sean at the Corn Palace tonight. Two for Christensen, two for Stabner, two for Giblin, one for Siebert. That's the scoring for Mitchell. And Kayla Martinez, she has the two points here for the Rough Riders. Right corner three by Giblin, that is short. Rebound for Christensen. Finds Siebert underneath on the layup and good. Good second chance opportunity. Siebert makes it 9-2, Mitchell. And it just feels like a bigger lead than that. It's the way this uh, game has been going so far for Roosevelt. Only shooting 7% in that first quarter. Seven. Knocked out of bounds. 7%. 7%. 1 for 14 in that first quarter for Sioux Falls Roosevelt. Wide open three by Scholl. This one off the mark. Back iron. As Roosevelt, this one nearly stolen, and it is by Van Overshield. She goes for the layup left side, misses it, falls into the bleachers, and we get a foul. This will be on Mitchell Giblin, her foul, her first team second. Tell you what, Van Overshield's got to three steals tonight. 
and at least a couple other knockaways. She's been all over the place. Well, what a shame that Mitchell was not able to convert there on that steal and get some fast break points. I mean, that's that's something else that they'd love to be getting on a, a night like this where the offense isn't exactly flowing. Mitchell only shooting 27% in that first quarter. Seven minutes to go in the half. Here's the, they thought about a three by Schull. She kicks it off to the left. And it's been all on the perimeter. Roosevelt's got nothing inside. Martinez with the three in the left corner. That one is missed. Offensive rebound for the Rough Riders, and they'll throw it away. Schmidt was trying to get it to Martinez. Oh, they're going to say it's off of Mitchell. Somebody for the Colonels touched it. <laughs> well, I could just hear uh, Coach Knippling yell, someone get aboard. So get aboard. Offensive rebounds. He's just coaching them in-game here. Get those rebounds. Don't give them second chances. 6.40 to go in the half. It's 9-2, Mitchell. And basically all three-pointers for uh, Roosevelt. Here's another three on the right elbow. That one is missed by Taya Johnson. Another offensive rebound for Roosevelt. A third chance to score. Martinez with the floater. That is no good. And Roosevelt, after two offensive rebounds, knocks it out of bounds. Ten minutes into this, Sean, they have two points. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I mean, they're getting several open looks. Let's just start by saying that. I mean, Mitchell's defense has been great harassing everyone who touches the basketball, but Roosevelt's been getting several open looks, especially from three-point land, and they're just not falling. One for 17 now in this game. That zone defense, and one thing that the coach Knippling said in the pregame, folks are open, but you kind of know who you want to be open to take those shots. Then Overshield misses the three, but a long rebound by Christensen. Christensen will drive right side. Five-foot floater is short. Then Overshield with the rebound, kicks it out to Stabner who drives, and we get a whistle. 5.52 to go in the half as Stabner will shoot a uh, pair of free throws here. This will put Mitchell in the bonus. Seven fouls on the Rough Riders. Just under six minutes to go in the first half. It's the first foul on Abigail Schulde. So let's see if Cardinals can get some points here at the foul line. Stabner shooting two. And this one is no good. The Colonels, one of five, shooting free throws tonight. And Roosevelt has not been to the free throw line yet. No. The Colonels, they could uh, help themselves at the line here. This one is good. Stabner has three points. 5.45 to go. Colonels now up by eight at 10-2. to two. Good double team by the Colonels. Layup. Oh, nice job by Stabner. Oh, my goodness. They called a foul on that, but you could hear the ball. hand smack the basketball on the way up on that shot. That was all ball, but the referee didn't quite have the angle, I think, to, to make that determination. So foul called that time on Taylor Giblin. Well, that'll send Roosevelt to the line. Here's uh, Aubrey Baker shooting two. This one is no good. <laughs> Still giving up two points in ten minutes. As Eddie Seamson checks in, the eighth grader for Mitchell, a 5-6 guard. Giblin will sit, so the Colonels with Kemp. Dagan Seamson off the bench tonight. Second free throw by Baker is good, so that's another point for Roosevelt. <laughs> Three total with 5.35 to go in the first half. Just amazing. Drive by Seamson. She loses it. Turnover by the Colonels. And Van Overshield, look at this defense. Boy, she wants another turnover so bad. Defending Schultz. Here's a deep three by Schmidt. She makes it. Finally, Roosevelt gets going. Kayla Martinez with a three on the left wing. 
And the Colonels now up only by four. Deep two for Stabner at the top of the key. No good. But Christensen with the offensive rebound here with 5-10 to go in this half. What a big basket for Roosevelt. That ended a cold streak of nine straight misses. Five minutes to go. Colonels lead down to four. It's 10-6. Addie Seamson with the three on the right side. That is short. And Roosevelt and Martinez gets the rebound. This one nearly knocked out of bounds, and they're going to call a uh, timeout. Martinez is the one player for Roosevelt that can get hot. She's got five of their six points. 4.48 to go. Colonels 10, Roosevelt 6. Pitchers duel tonight at the Palace. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit, Tuesday, February 15th, inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fauner Park in Grand Island. Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend, Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit, Tuesday, February 15th, at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. Timeout for uh, Roosevelt to save the possession. Martinez was kind of trapped under the uh, Colonel basket right there. 10-6, Mitchell, they've led this entire ball game at a 7-2 lead at the end of one. Near 4.40 to go in the half. Roosevelt, this one tipped by Seamson. She steals it uh, from Brooklyn Cole. Drive, kick out, Van Overshield, three left corner. That one is in and out, no good. Another rebound by Roosevelt. As the Colonels, they continue to struggle. They've only made four shots here in the first 12 minutes. They've, been, they've now missed their last six straight. And Martinez is that one girl that can get you 20 points for Roosevelt. She's got five tonight. Bullet pass. Christensen denies it, knocks it out of bounds. Martinez trying to get it down low to Schmitz. Giblin will check back in for Seamson. 4-10 to go. 20 points at half seems unlikely at the moment, but uh, things can heat up in a hurry. Brooklyn Cole, she drives a floater off the back iron. No good. Rebound for Roosevelt. Colonels have to do a better job on the offensive boards here, giving up too many to Roosevelt. That'll be a point of emphasis in the locker room you'd expect from Cole Knippling. Here's Schmidt in the left corner. Colonel Bench getting into it. Martinez at the top of the key. Pass down low, tipped away by Stavner. Giblin comes up with it. Giblin leading the break. She'll throw it down, or throw it, slow it down. Hand it off to Siebert. Siebert will drive and we'll get a foul and free throws. Siebert will shoot a one and one. Fouls on Brooklyn Cole, her first. Team's eighth. I love to see her throw it down for what it's worth. That'd be great. That would electrify the team and kind of get them going. I don't believe there's ever been a dunk in girls basketball in the of South Dakota. Free throws no good, but Stabner gets their offensive rebound. Giblin wide open right side. That one is short. Colonels without a three tonight. But another offensive board this time by Siebert, and she'll go back to the line. 3.28 to go. 10-6 to six Mitchell, first half. Ninth foul on Roosevelt, but the Colonels, have it, it hasn't mattered that the Colonels have come to the foul line so much. Yeah, they really need to figure out a way to put a lead bigger than four together when Sioux Falls Roosevelt is two out of 20 yep. shooting in the half. I mean, Mitchell's not lighting up the scoreboard either, but they got to figure out a way to take advantage of how cold the Rough Rider shooting is. Siebert misses another free throw. The Colonels, two of eight from the foul line. 
but they'll get the ball back here. Siebert misses the free throw. That was a foul on Aubrey Baker, her first team's ninth. Three and a half minutes to go. Giblin throws it in. Here's Siebert. Down low to Christensen. It's knocked away. Another Colonel turnover. Martinez brings it up. Right side, right corner between the legs. Pass down low, but it's tipped out of bounds. Christensen was the last one to touch it. 16 combined points here. It has been a struggle to put the ball in the hoop tonight for both sides. 13 minutes in, there's been 16 points in 13 minutes. Layup left side. Roosevelt finally gets one to go. Taya Johnson with a layup, and you got a two-point game. That was really good ball movement, really patient on that possession, and a nice look down low there to get the layup. Siebert right side. Colonel's getting outscored in this quarter, 6-3. They led 7-2 at the end of one. Stabner underneath, layup left side is good. Stabner's got five tonight, and Mitchell back up 12-8 late first half. Stabner, this one goes flying for it. She didn't touch it. Martinez threw it away, a bullet pass into the feet of the Mitchell bench, and Stabner dove for it, but never came up with it, thankfully, and it's a Roosevelt turnover. Yeah, great effort by Stabner as usual, and she kind of showed both of her arms like I didn't touch it just to and make sure. And the Colonels that... turn it right back over. Stabner stopped just a couple feet shy of a half court and couldn't get the ball to anybody, tried to get the Van Overshield, but threw it out of her reach right into the Roosevelt bench. For both teams with turnovers. Here's a three to get within one. This is an air ball. That was a couple feet too strong for Johnson. And we get a foul. This will be Roosevelt's 10th foul. That'll put Mitchell in the bonus. The double bonus for the last 225 of this half. And if you're the Colonels, take full advantage here. This last 225, attack, attack, attack the basket. Because Roosevelt is... You know, they can't play as aggressive defense, and they can put you at the line, and you can manufacture some points and try to build a lead here by halftime. Siebert shooting two, and this one is good. Colonel's now three of nine from the line. Siebert with four points. That foul. Schmidt has two fouls. Miller has two fouls. Spicer has two fouls for Roosevelt. They have ten as a team. Mitchell only has four in this first half. Siebert second free throw. This one is good. Siebert now with five. Stabner with five. The Colonels lead by six. Their largest lead tonight, 14 to eight. And we get a foul on Van Overshield. Mm. She reaches in on Martinez near half court. So the second foul on Van Overshield. The fifth on Mitchell. 2.15 to go. It's 14 to eight. Will Roosevelt score double digits in this half? They've got two minutes to do so. They get it down low to Baker at the free throw line. She kicks it out to Johnson. Back to Baker at the foul line. Double team this defense for Mitchell. Martinez with the three. She falls down. No foul. Seamson underneath her, and Seamson gets the rebound. Stabner long pass right corner to Siebert. Layup is blocked. Nice job by Baker. And the Colonels, oh, Colonels uh, lose it again. Nice defense by Baker underneath to uh, to force the block. Yeah, that was terrific defense. Swatting that ball away from Siebert, who looked like she had really good position on that baseline. Colonels, turn, Colonels get the turnover here. Stamer comes up with the steal from Johnson. Thing just got to get slowed down here. Van Overshield takes it. Handoff from Stabner. Minute 25 to go. There's 20 to shoot. Colonels lead 14 to 8. There's a minute 20 to go in this half of basketball. Stabner will go to the line to shoot two. Another foul on Roosevelt. I believe this will be on Spicer, her third. 
This will be on number. We're going even deeper on in the bench. I don't have a number 15. Stabner shooting two. I think that's a mistake. There's the, there's number no 15. 15 on the floor. The girl on the left oh, side right there. I don't Didn't know see who it. he yeah. is. But Stabner misses the free throw. As Van Overshield is out, Giblin back in. They're going deeper. They're, I mean, they're trying to get something going here, Roosevelt. They're going uh, deeper on in the bench here from even uh, the folks we were given. Yeah, they normally just go six deep on most nights, or excuse me, seven deep. But there's <laughs> the offense is not there, like, whatsoever. So they got to dig and find someone that can score. Stabner makes the free throw to make it 15-8 with a minute to 15 to go. Roosevelt basketball, number 30, Cameron Wilkinson, a 5'7 sophomore. That one's no good. We get a foul on Mitchell. That'll send Baker to the line. Also, we have Brielle Baker, a 5'6 senior guard. So they played uh, they played 11 girls tonight, Roosevelt has. That's the third one on Taylor Giblin. That's kind of a oh. tough break there because she's one of their better scorers as well. Baker to the line for the second time. The first one is good to get Roosevelt within six. Roosevelt now two out of three from the free throw line in this half with 107 to go. Mitchell uh, four out of 11. Excuse me, five of 11. Giblin sits with three fouls. Van Overshield in. Baker hits both free throws. All three of her points from have come from the foul line tonight. Minute to go. It's 15 to 10. Seamson brings it up. The eighth grader gives it to the freshman Van Overshield on the left wing. Stabner down low. Here's Siebert on the right wing. Stabner gets it down at the free throw line to Christensen. Christensen dribbles right, throws it to Van Overshield, who has to jump at 5-4. Van Overshield drives. Here's Christensen right side. 10 to shoot. Christensen underneath the basket. Double teams. Got to get rid of it. She'll put up an awkward shot, and we'll get a travel. And that was just a big old mess from the beginning. Yeah, who was that? I think it was Van Overshield who eventually kind of Lost her footing over there on the baseline while Christensen was going through a series of fakes and underneath moves, and, and then she eventually ended up traveling. It just kind of a busted possession that time. Colonel's going to Aaliyah Howard. She's been out for the past month or so. So Aaliyah Howard coming in for the final 36 seconds as Van Overshield goes to the bench. 35 seconds to go, about a second or two difference in the shot clock and game clock. Baker at the free throw line for Roosevelt. They push it left side to Martinez. Tipped away by Stabner. Another steal. Coast to coast for the layup, and she misses it. Left side. It's knocked out of bounds. That's touched by Roosevelt. Yeah, nice work by Stabner. Getting that turnover and going the other way with it. That time she didn't quite have the, that, the right angle to get that layup up. I mean, really well defended. Getting back in transition by the Rough Riders that time, but... Yeah, Stabner typically makes a lot of those from that spot, just didn't have the angle. Colonels have six players. That's illegal. <laughs> Indeed. So, Seamson's going to come out now. As Van Overshield checks in, Howard will check out. That, you, you can't have six. You'd no. like to try, but you can't have six. Stabner underneath to Christensen. Layup is no good from point-blank range. Ten seconds to go here with Roosevelt down by five. Martinez will drive. Layup is good to make it 15-12 here at the half. Stabner at half court. Here's Giblin from 30 feet. Oh, off the top of the backboard. It's not the prettiest basketball I've ever seen, Sean. It's 15-12 no. <laughs> at half. That is a halftime score, 15-12. Uh, Martinez with seven. She's got seven of the 12 for Roosevelt's. 
four different Colonels have scored. Stabner has six, Siebert has five, and two apiece for Gibland and Christensen. You score 15 points and you lead at the half, you'll take that every time. Absolutely. If I'm the Colonels, I am very grateful that I have a lead at halftime uh, by shooting such a low percentage. Um, their defense, again, that's been the story, forcing a lot of tough looks by the Rough Riders, forcing nine turnovers in the first half, so they just keep grinding it. The offense is definitely not there tonight. There's no flow to the offense at all for the Colonels. So, yeah, very grateful to have a three-point lead here at halftime, and you hope that they do that second-half turnaround that they've done a few times this year. I remember they did that last week on the road, and, uh, yeah, and hopefully uh, they can do that again, and maybe the threes start falling in the second half for Seabird and Stabner and Giblin and whoever else can make them. Seven points for Mitchell in the first quarter. They scored eight in the second. For Roosevelt, they only had two points in the first quarter. They scored ten in the second. We're at halftime, 15-12. to 12. Colonel Girls looking for win number seven in a row. We're back in three minutes on KORN. I'm J.P. Skelly, KORN News Radio. Officials say a fire that caused students to evacuate the high school in Miller has been extinguished. The Hand County Sheriff's Office says an explosion and fire occurred in the agriculture workshop at the school Wednesday morning. School Board Chairwoman Natalie Birch said no injuries were reported. Emergency Management Director Arlen Gortmaker says an investigation is now beginning into what triggered the incident. People living several blocks from the school said they heard the explosion and saw smoke coming from the roof of the school. Governor Christy Nome is adding the force of her presence to a legislative committee weighing her proposal to send $30 million to expand a Dakota State University cybersecurity program. The governor made a rare appearance at a legislative committee to pitch lawmakers directly on the proposal. I'm J.P. Skelly, KORN News Radio, FM 1013 and AM 1490. Your KORN News Radio weather brought to you by Josie Lemmer Farmers Insurance. To get the insurance you want from an experienced farmers agent, call Josie Lemmer at 996-0088. KORN News Radio weather. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 7 above. Southerly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. A mix of clouds and sun tomorrow. Highs level off around 19. Partly cloudy skies again tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 8 above. Turning warmer Saturday and Sunday with highs from the upper 20s to the low 50s. Taking a look at the extended forecast, 49 Monday, 53 Tuesday, and 44 on Wednesday. Another look at the short range, lows level off around 7 above tonight. High of 19 tomorrow, lows level off around 8 above tomorrow night. For KORN, News Radio FM, 1013 and AM 1490, I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood. Right now, 12. At First Dakota, we know that even more important than what you put in the ground is what you hold in your heart. That's why our financing specialists don't just help grow just your operation. We help cultivate your legacy. Dig deeper with First Dakota. Visit firstdakota.com. Equal housing lender. This is Jason Plant, First Dakota Ag Banker. We're ready to assist you. Ready to dig deeper? Call us today, 996-3364.
I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Welcome back inside the Corn Palace. Shawn Michaels and Travis Krenz here at halftime as the uh, Mitchell Colonel girls are trying to make it seven straight wins, but uh, kind of an ugly first half of shooting by both teams tonight. Mitchell leads Roosevelt 15-12 to here at halftime, and uh, really not a lot of offense to speak of here tonight. The Colonels shooting 19% in that first half of play, going 5 out of 27 from the floor. Meanwhile, the Rough Riders... Only 16%, 4 out of 25 shooting in that first half of play. So that's why you have kind of this ugly first half of, of play, 15 to 12 at halftime. Uh, Mitchell out-rebounding the Rough Riders tonight, 19 to 8 so far. Free throw line, not a huge story, especially for Sioux Falls Roosevelt, just 3 out of 4 so far, while uh, Mitchell is 5 of 11. So we'll have to see if they get a little bit more points at the free throw line in this second half. Uh, turnover battle pretty close. Rough Riders 9 and the Mitchell Colonels 7. So uh, basically the Colonels are just looking for a little bit more uh, offensive output here when we get to the second half. Uh, Stabner, you know, was kind of hit and miss in that first half. She had a couple of layups, but, you know, she really never got going herself in that first mm -hmm. half. And, you know, they had several open looks. Siebert had a couple of opportunities and only managed to get a couple of free throws. So... I was just talking about that game last week on the road. I think it was Sioux Falls-Lincoln where it was really tight at halftime. Mitchell wasn't shooting very well in that first half and only scored, I think, 16 points. But they had that second-half output where the three mm -hmm. started to fall and they were able to get that big road win. So hopefully the same thing happens here tonight for the Colonels in the second half. Also at, at Harrisburg there, they were trailing, and then all of a sudden they went on that 10 nothing run to start the third quarter, and they led the rest of that ball game. So, yeah, some slow starts in the first half for the boys and the girls. And, yeah, 15-12. to 12. Again, a, a game you have to win. You cannot lose this game against a, a Roosevelt team that is 1-11. And, and Mitchell's had so many good quality wins here against uh, those teams that are around 500, that are uh, in that top 7 or 8 or top 10 in seed points, uh, like Harrisburg and Lincoln and Sioux Falls Jefferson. Those, those, those are quality wins uh, here going to be at the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, teams combining to, to shoot 9 of 52 in that uh, first half. And uh, th this could be a whole lot better, again, if uh, Mitchell just would have made a couple more free throws. If this was a 20-12 to 12 game, you'd feel a lot better. Again, like you said, Colonels uh, missed uh, six of their 11 free throws. So uh, we will see what happens in this second half. Uh, just gonna be, there, there's got to be more points. There were 27 combined uh, in that first half. Yeah, it kind of feels like the halftime score is where they should have been at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. It, is, it feels like we're missing a whole quarter of basketball, 15 to 12. So, uh, you know, Mitchell has been a pretty good second-half team a lot this year, especially yep. during this winning streak. So uh, hopefully the offense clicks a little bit more and they have some more flow. Just kind of watching that first half, it felt like they didn't really know what they wanted to do on offense. You had a lot of, a lot of players just kind of standing around waiting for something to happen, waiting for something to develop, and... They just didn't really have a good idea of where they were going offensively in that first half. And 
Got to take better care of the basketball. They had seven turnovers um, and just make things a little bit more difficult for Sioux Falls Roosevelt. I mean, the Rough Riders were ice-cold shooting in that first half, and I kind of feel like Mitchell let a, a big opportunity get away try, where normally I think you'd build a lead when yep. a team is, is that cold shooting to start the game. So got to make some good halftime adjustments. You heard Coach Knippling yell out, boards, boards. Got to work on getting rebounds. Don't give Sioux Falls Roosevelt too many extra chances. Yeah, keep, off, uh, keep Roosevelt off of those offensive rebounds. Ultimately, it didn't matter how many chances Roosevelt had. They still couldn't uh, make many shots in that first uh, half, but uh, Sooner or later, I mean, they can get hot in a hurry. Kayla Martinez has seven for Roosevelt. Aubrey uh, Baker has three, all of those from the foul line. And Atea Johnson with two points off the bench. Uh, for Mitchell, uh, six points for Stavner, five for Siebert, and two each for Christensen and Giblin. We're back in 90 seconds with the second half. Colonel Girls leading Roosevelt tonight 15-12. to 12. We're back in 90 seconds on KORN. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel Boys Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Coming up this Friday night, the Colonel Boys are at number one Sioux Falls Roosevelt. We'll have the pregame show at 645 with tip-off at 7 from Sioux Falls. It is on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. It is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball tonight. You can only hear the game here on KORN. Travis and Sean here. We are at 8 o'clock. We were done with the boys game around this time on Tuesday night around a little after 8 o'clock. And yeah. We're just getting the second half going. Roosevelt with the ball to start. Third quarter. Colonels leading 15-12. to 12. Mitchell, they have not trailed here. They got up to a 5-0 start. Here's Martinez underneath. Layup is good. And it's been all Martinez tonight for the Rough Riders. She has nine of their 14. And just like that, we have a one-point ball game. Yeah, they drew that up pretty well. Got it down to her there inside the lane in a really good position. Little scoop shot there and nice little uh, hook shot. Stavner layup. We got an offensive uh, output here. Christensen with the assist. Stavner with the layup. Yeah, trading baskets in 30 seconds. One of the few times we've seen that tonight. Baker at the free throw line, dribbles right. They got her and a girl wide open. Left corner three is short. Baker with the easy putback is good. That's way too easy on the putback. I mean, they completely forgot to box out. I mean, that was about as easy as Aubrey Baker's ever going to have a layup. She's got five, and all of a sudden it's a 17-16 game here early third quarter. As Roosevelt took them five and a half minutes to score in the first quarter. They've scored on their first two possessions. Here in the second half. Siebert left corner three. That is no good. And a rebound for uh, Roosevelt. First time tonight they've had a chance to take the lead. Here with a two. Baker down low. Ten feet jumpers good. Right hook shot. And just like that, Roosevelt leads Mitchell 18-17. Both baskets right there inside the lane. Three by Van Overshield. She answers no good. From the right elbow, and here comes Roosevelt. They scored six points in 90 seconds. Layup should lead to a timeout. Roosevelt up now, 2017. That one, uh, that was Spicer. Spicer on the layup. All of a sudden, an 8-2 run in the first two minutes for Roosevelt. They've scored as many points almost as they did in all the first half here in the first 90 seconds. 12 points for the Rough Riders and one half of basketball. 
They've now scored eight points in two minutes. Just like that, it can happen. Yeah, and that's how the game of basketball works. It's a game of runs, and uh, Roosevelt has come out here with some really good energy, and uh, they know what they're doing offensively. Good ball movement. They're getting the ball down low there in the lane, and we've seen three layups by the Rough Riders in these first two minutes, and almost no resistance defensively by the Colonels. Very unlike this team. Yeah, a lot of easy layups. Uh, you had a, a wide-open offensive rebound put back underneath, so uh, Colonels got to get going here. They just can't uh, assume Roosevelt's going to miss all these shots. We've got a ball game now at 20-17. to 17. Roosevelt with a three-point lead as they're on a 8-2 run here with 6-12 to go in this third quarter. See if this... Uh, gets this Mitchell offense going a bit. It should. I, I think go this here. is going to spark the offense. It's going to kind of rally the troops. That's kind of a wake-up call, I think, right there. And Q Sawyer-Stabner. Oh. I think she is going to be t uh, going into her attack mode and trying to take this game over as she normally does. Stabner has it at half court. Colonel's moving across the court from right to left. Siebert on the left wing gets it underneath to Stabner. Christensen, nice play layup for Caitlin Christensen. That was well-designed. Mitchell back within one. It was. Stabner made a great cut to the baseline as uh, Christensen posted up and got her the basketball nicely down low. This one tipped away. Christensen and Stabner got a hand on it. Siebert's the one who came up with it. And all of a sudden, it's, it's been, what, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, and we've seen uh, a little bit more life here from the right. girls. Yeah, it, it already feels different <laughs> just, yeah. just out of that one timeout. Really good offensive execution and then great activity on defense. Haley Miller picks up the foul. It's the first of the half. It's her third for Roosevelt. Zone defense for the Rough Riders. Giblin at the top of the key. Colonels trailing for the first time here at 20-19. Christensen at the free throw line gets it to Stabner who lays it in left side. Ten points for Stabner and the Colonels back in front by one. She's always working so hard down there and nice job finding her and being patient on that possession, not turning it over. Drive by Spicer. Go, count it, and the foul. Roosevelt retakes the lead on a Katie Spicer left-handed layup. 22-21 should be the score. Well, Roosevelt's offense has definitely picked up here towards the end of that first half and into the third quarter. They've now made six of the last seven shots. Caitlin Christensen picks up the foul. It's her first and Mitchell's first of the second half. Spicer's free throw is good. She's got five points, and Roosevelt back up 23-21. Back and forth we go, Trav. This is go. so much different from the first half. No kidding. That one a drive, and we get a foul. This will be on Roosevelt. Stabner driving. Yeah, this is nuts. Yeah, it's a completely different basketball game. It's like two different teams are out there on this floor. That's on Schmidt, her third team second. Siebert underneath the basket. Throws it into Van Overshield at the top of the key. She'll pop a three, and that'll miss. Christensen fighting for it, and it'll be off of Roosevelt's. 5.07 to go. Colonels trailing by two. Roosevelt had 12 points at the half. They've scored 11 in the first three minutes. Giblin with the three. This one is too strong on the left wing. Colonels still without a three-pointer. Ice cold tonight from deep for both sides. Roosevelt, they only have one from deep. Martinez, right side, hands it off. To Spicer, 20 to shoot for the Rough Riders. Martinez with a three. That's good from the top of the key. It's been all her tonight. 
That was so well done by Roosevelt on that possession, just kind of running a weave around the top of the arc and then setting up that three in rhythm at the top of the key. She's got 12. The Colonels trail by five now midway through this third quarter. Things have taken a turn in Roosevelt's direction. Giblin underneath. Christensen misses the layup, but we get a foul and free throws. This will be the third foul on Katie Spicer. Also the third this quarter on Roosevelt. Christensen to shoot a pair of free throws. 26-21, Roosevelt now in front. 4.25 left in the third. Christensen makes the free throw. All of a sudden, we've got a game here. Mitchell led by as many as uh, what, seven in that first half. And now they trail by four. Abigail Schold checks in along with Taya Johnson. 5-6 and 5-7 off the bench. As Christensen makes both free throws. Six for her tonight, and Mitchell back within three. Martinez brings it up, throws it left side to Johnson, who nearly loses it. Down low to Baker, spins right, layup is in. Here's Aubrey Baker. Six of her nine have come in this quarter, and Colonel's now down again by five. Roosevelt's offense has just gotten so efficient. They now have six straight-made shots. Stabner driving left side, wild shot, no good. Christensen puts it back. And the foul. It's all Caitlin Christensen in this second half. Boy, she has really turned it on these past couple weeks. Looked like a completely different player uh, here, second half of her senior season. Yeah, that was beautifully done. Last possession, she fought to uh, keep possession when the ball went out of bounds, and uh, this time attacking the basket on the putback. And she's pretty good shooting free throws, too. Christensen makes it. And she now makes it 28-26. Colonels within two. Christensen now with nine for Mitchell, seven in this third quarter. Baker with a deep two. She drains it. All of a sudden, nobody can nobody uh, can miss a basket. Yeah, Roosevelt's on fire. Seven straight made shots. The Colonels need to stop. And we get another whistle. This will be the fifth foul on Roosevelt's. This looks to be on Martinez, her first. Team's fifth. Nope, this will be on Baker, her third. So Roosevelt, they've got uh, all of their starters besides Martinez, who does not have a foul. Miller, Spicer, Schmidt, and Baker, all with three personals. That's four of their five starters in foul trouble now. Late third quarter. Colonels down 30-26 to 26 here with three and a half to go in this third. Siebert dribbling right at half courts, now in the uh, right corner. Van Overshield for a three in front of the bench. That one is short. Rebound for Martinez, three on one. On Stabner, Martinez drives and lays it in. Colonel's in trouble. Down now by six, late third quarter. Eight straight made shots by Roosevelt. Their offense is completely different in this second half, getting everything in the lane. Stabner at the top of the key. Here's a Giblin on the right side. Giblin will drive, and she'll dribble it off of her shins. Colonel's turn it over. Roosevelt has scored 20 points in five minutes. At this point in the first quarter, they had not scored yet. Right, just two points in the first quarter. Nothing was falling. Roosevelt started out 1 of 16 in this game. Complete turnaround in the second half. Now they've made their last eight straight shots. It's just amazing how much their offense is clicking in this first in the second half compared to the first half. I mean, the execution just so much better. Good passing. It's just a lot more crisp. They're sharing the ball really well. And they're getting everything in the lane. And that's, I think, where the Colonels need to make an adjustment. 
you got to clog the lane and make them go back to trying to beat you from three-point range because they weren't hitting anything in the first half. Eight points for Baker in this uh, third quarter, seven for Martinez, and five for Spicer. We can uh, hear Cole Knippling from here with our headsets on. Again, uh, Roosevelt, they've only had four players score. Essentially, only three players have scored uh, for Roosevelt tonight. They've got 14 for Martinez. Uh, they've got 11 from Aubrey B- uh, Baker and five from Spicer. Well, and the good news for Mitchell is as hot as Roosevelt has been here recently, they're still only down by six. Yeah. I mean, Roosevelt's five. made eight straight shots, but are still in a six-point game. And Roosevelt's picked up five fouls in the first five minutes. So. Right, so Mitchell very likely could be in the bonus early on in the fourth quarter. I mean, just make your free throws here. You should be in good shape. To settle in, got to get a stop. That's yeah. where it starts. Defense, defense. Got to get some stops. Martinez. Throws it left. Now to now to uh, Baker. Right corner, another three for the Rough Riders. That one is short. Rebound tipped, and Stavener comes up with it. She falls down again, and that will be the sixth foul on Roosevelt. It's still 2.45 to go in the third. Free throws the rest of the way for Mitchell. This is the second on uh, Mallory Nelson. That's a huge deal with 2.45 to go in the third. Mitchell's going to be in the bonus next time they get fouled. And Roosevelt finally missed the shots, and Mitchell got the rebound. The whole thing defensively was really and big. Like you said, it was it was a three. Forced them to take three pointers, like they did in that first half, where they didn't make. They made one. Stabner underneath, and we get a foul, and we got free throws. Colonels will shoot free throws for the final ten and a half minutes of this game. Mitchell may not even have to make a shot the rest of the game. They just live at the foul line. But you got to make those free throws. You got to make the free throws. That's the deal. Got to got to make sure you have a high percentage of free throws the rest of this game. Kayla Martinez picks up her first foul. It's the seventh on Roosevelt. Stabner with a one and one, and she makes it. Nothing but nets. That was beautiful. And now Mitchell has made seven straight free throws. 2.32 to go in the third. Mitchell trailing Roosevelt 32-27. Stabner has 11 to lead Mitchell. Martinez with 14. Nothing but net twice. So Stabner makes both free throws. She now has a dozen. And the Colonels back within four, late third quarter. And if you can hit your free throws, you're going to win this ball game. There's going to be a lot of free throws you'd expect. Here's a three at the top of the key. That one way off the mark by Schold, and uh, Stabner saved it to Christensen. A dangerous save. She almost gave it right back to a Roosevelt player on the baseline, but they do keep possession, and Colonels get another stop. Christensen at the free throw line. Here's Stabner, hands it off to Giblin at the top of the key with 20 to shoot. Two minutes to go, third quarter. Mitchell down by four. They led by three at the half. Stabner underneath, double team it. Don't matter. She lays it in. Stabner now with 14. Good job being patient on that possession. Good passing, good crisp passing, and Stabner again, layup in the post. Wide open underneath. There's uh, Nelson, and she makes it left side. Excuse me, that was uh, Kaylee Schmidt, her first points tonight. A lot of uh, wide-open post players here for Roosevelt. They're not finding them all the time, but that makes it 34-30, to Roosevelt, with a minute and a half to go. Third quarter. Down low to Stabner, double-teamed. It don't matter again. She lays it in. 16 for Stabner. Just keep feeding her down low. Just so well done. Good ball movement. Nice job finding Stabner. Really nice move by Stabner to split that double team and still get that ball perfectly off the glass. We got points all of a sudden. 34-32 with a minute to go in this third quarter. It was 15-12 at halftime. Stabner knocks it away. Another steal for her. Van Overshield comes up with it. 
We haven't seen this from Mitchell's offense where they give the ball to Stabner in the post. Usually she drives the lane to get there, but she's posting up right now. Siebert a three for the lead from the right side and good. There it is. They've been waiting all night for that. Siebert finally gets one to drop in, and Mitchell retakes the lead. 35-34. What a third quarter this has been. That was fun. Siebert's first three tonight. First one for Mitchell. Another $3 for Mitchell roofing and siding. Nice pass, a deep three right side. That is short by Roosevelt. And here's Stabner with the board. She'll stop, and they'll hold for final shots. No shot clock with 20 seconds to go. After all of that mess, Mitchell down by as many as six in this quarter. They should go into the fourth here with at least a one-point lead. It's a 9-2 run right now by the Colonels to finish out this quarter. Siebert wide open three right side. Can't hit it. Basically the same spot. And Roosevelt will have a chance here with four seconds to go. Martinez, see if she can get it off. She will. And it'll be just short. Well, that was a third quarter. That was way different than the first half. 35-34, 35-34, Colonels lead by one here at the end of the th- third quarter. Mitchell scored 20 points in that quarter, and uh, Roosevelt scored 22. We were at 15-12 to at halftime. Both teams, by a large margin, eclipsed their first half totals. Stabner with 16 for Mitchell, Martinez with 14 for Roosevelt. What the, what's the fourth quarter going to bring? Who knows at this point? We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. How you move matters. Avera Orthopedics helps you move freely and live life to the fullest with innovative treatment options customized to your bone, muscle, and joint needs. Whether you suffer from aches, breaks, tears, or dislocations, turn to the orthopedic team experienced in treating every body. Learn more at avera.org orthopedics. to in that third quarter. Roosevelt wins the quarter, but they still trail by one. Again, sports. I like sports. You like sports. That's why we do this. That's why we're here. Why we've made this uh, our (laughs) careers. And you you, you don't know what you're going to see on any given night. And every game's different. It's, it's, It's amazing just how much this game has completely flipped the script from halftime. That was a really fun quarter of basketball. Uh, let's see, Mitchell shooting 29% now for the game. Roosevelt shooting 35%, and it's a one-point game. It was 15-12 to 12 at half. It was 22-20 to 20 through the, just that third quarter. Giblin loses the layup, can't quite get that hung on the rim. Then overshield, that one is well short, and Roosevelt gets the rebound. We're going to get a foul on Mitchell. Again, both teams scored more in that third quarter than they did in the first half, and we have a foul on the Colonels. Only their second with 7.41 to go. It'll be the second on Stabner. So the Colonels don't have to worry about fouls. Uh, nobody's in foul trouble. Uh, Giblin's got three. That's it. Roosevelt with seven. So Colonels in the bonus. They have been here for the past three minutes. Deep two left side by Baker. No good. Last touched by Roosevelt. So I have no idea what we're going to see here. Both teams could go cold. Uh, we had that pier game where it was 6-5 to five in the fourth quarter. Mitchell won it. We could very well have one of those. We could have another uh, 22-20 quarter. Stabner loses it, tipped away by Spicer. Martinez brings it up. Gets it to Schmidt on the right side. Back to Martinez at the free throw line. She spins, pushes it left. Drive by Spicer. The double team is there for Christensen. Spicer left wide open, left corner wide open for a three. She missed it. Colonel's got away with one there. Seven minutes to go. One minute gone by in this quarter. Nobody scored. 
Stabner slows it down. She'll drive right side, stop at the free throw line. This one, oh, Giblin comes up with the loose ball. She'll uh, pop a free throw line jumper, miss it, and Martinez gets the board. Colonels with a real good shot there to get a wide open look as Martinez fell down. She kind of trails the play, layup no good. Christensen fouls for Mitchell and free throws coming up here for Spicer. Yeah, that was a really nice job by Giblin on that possession just to stay with the ball because when uh, Stabner tried to pass it, nobody was home at first, but uh, Giblin tracked it down and got herself a good open look, but the shot just didn't fall that time. Free throws for Spicer to take the lead. She ties it. Spicer, six points tonight. Martinez checks out for a rare time tonight. She might be a little shaken up after she fell down as Taya Johnson will check in. So Roosevelt without their leading scorer. Free throw is no good. We get a foul on this side. Stabner going to the line. She'll shoot a one and one. This foul is on Aubrey Baker. That is her fourth. Yeah, and I'm sure Baker's going to be mad at herself on that one because now that Roosevelt's got 18 fouls, it is free throws the rest of the way here for the Colonels. And, you know, when a game's this tight like this, looking back, that could be how the Colonels pull this game out. 6.36 to go in regulation. We're going to see Nelson check in for Baker. Baker's had a nice second half. Eight of her 12, eight of her 11 was in that third quarter. So Stabner to the line to shoot a one and one. She has 16 tonight. Another double-double for her. Boy, her free throws have Much been looking improved. better by the night. Yeah, I mean, she's had two that were nothing but net last time she was there, and that one also was a swish. Stabner gives Mitchell the lead at 36-35, and the second one also a little short. But Roosevelt knocks it out of bounds, so the Colonels can make this a, a three-point possession. Nice. That's a really big break right there. Hopefully, Colonels could take advantage and uh, add to this one-point lead here. Colonels' five starters are out there. Giblin, Stabner, Siebert, Christensen, and Van Overshield. Stabner drives the lane. We get another foul. This will be on Nelson, her third. And Stabner to the line. She'll get two free throws this time. Stabner trying to go to the reverse layup that time and just fighting through a defender and Get yourself back at the free throw line just seconds after she was there. Ninth foul on Roosevelt. So Colonels will be in the double bonus on the next uh, Roosevelt foul. And Stabner misses that one, so she's missed two in a row. Two straight misses there after they had hit their last nine straight free throws. 6.33 to go. Mitchell up by one. Stabner makes that one. She's got a game-high 18 points after having just six at the half. Roosevelt trails by two, 6.25 to go. Miller brings it up with Martinez on the bench, their leading scorer. Layup left side, nearly went in for Spicer. We'll get a foul on the Colonels, just their fourth, but it will be a shooting foul. Roosevelt's gotten a little bit cold now offensively. They've only hit one of their last seven shots. Van Overshield picks up the foul, that's her third. Fourth on Mitchell with 6.22 to go. Spicer shooting two. This one is good, and it's a one-point game. Close one tonight. Colonels at 7-6. and six. They've won six in a row. Roosevelt at 1-11. and 11. Looking to pull off a road upset tonight. Spicer makes the second one. And we are tied. Tied at 37. 6.20 to go in this one tonight. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on KORN. Giblin in half court for the Colonels. Passes it right to Van Overshield. Now back to Christensen at the top of the key. 
Down low left side. Turn around for Stabner. Misses everything. Didn't quite have it that time. Rebound for Spicer. Roosevelt with a chance to take the lead here with under six minutes to go. They push it right. Stabner goes for the steal. It was last touched by Roosevelt. Stabner didn't get the steal, but she forced the turnover as Johnson of Roosevelt touched it last. So well done by Stabner that time. Just uh, somehow figuring out a way to get her hand in there and deflect the pass a little bit and have it go off the Roosevelt player. That was pretty well done. Stabner gets it on the right side. She'll drive and pick up the foul and the basket. <laughs> and and one opportunity for Stabner. All of a sudden you look up, she's got 20 points on the night. They have missed their last six straight shots before that diving effort there by Stabner inside the lane. And I was telling you, back in the third, Q Stabner, this is where she takes games over and gets to the free throw line and helps her team kind of close out games. Seamson will check in for Van Overshield. And Martinez back out for Roosevelt. She'll check in for Schmitz. Double bonus the rest of the way here for Mitchell. Ten fouls on Roosevelt. That was the fourth on Schmitz as she heads to the bench. And Stabner completes the three-point play. She has 21 for Mitchell. Nobody else in double figures for the Colonels. Mitchell back up 40-37. Coming up on five and a half minutes to go in this fourth quarter. It's a 14-5 run here by the Lady Colonels since Roosevelt went up by six. Stabner steals it but then travels. She just took it right from the hands of Miller. Well, she took one too many steps there. She knew it. Well, I'll give it right back to Roosevelt with a fresh shot clock. Five and a half to go. And Roosevelt, can they get back in this one? Martinez gets it to Miller. Nice pass underneath. They keep on passing it. A three in the right edge. Good to tie it up from Spicer. They just kept on passing. I thought they were going to pass themselves out of a wide-open shot. They had a couple of good looks. They got the three from Spicer. Boy, who wants it more? That's what this game is coming down to, 40-40 with five minutes left. Colonels turn it over. Stabner gets it to Christensen in half court, but it's a turnover. Martinez right side, five minutes to go. We're tied at 40. Right corner three, Roosevelt for the lead. That one's no good. Rebound for Stabner, another Double-double for her. It seems automatic here the last couple of weeks. And a one-and-done possession yeah. there, forced by the Colonels' defense. They're going to need more of that the rest of this game. Seamson on the left wing gets to Christensen at the top of the key. They're trying to post up Stabner again. Kick out three, corner for Giblin. Good. Oh, did she need that? Five points for Giblin, assist from Stabner. Giblin was wide open in the left corner to give Mitchell... A 43-40 lead. Nice. I mean, she's had several open looks here tonight, whether it be layups or some jump shots, but she's been struggling from the floor tonight. So that was a huge shot for Taylor Giblin at a huge time when the Colonels needed it in a tie ball game, and now Colonels retake the lead with four and a half to go. Yeah, what a deal. Colonels here with a 43-40 lead, outscoring Roosevelt in the quarter, 8-6. to six. And again, it's been all about those free throws. Colonels have taken advantage in this fourth quarter uh, getting to the line. Stabner's got there a couple times, and I think that's going to be, I mean, you just look at the, at the free throw discrepancies again. It's mm -hmm. huge in Mitchell's advantage, and it's probably going to be within the within the margin of, uh, of defeat here tonight. It's going to be that free throw difference. Yeah, Colonels always get to the free throw line a little bit each game, and that's typically about a third of their offense, you know, if you kind of want to put a percentage on it. They're 13 and a 21 from the line tonight so far. Uh, Roosevelt tonight going seven out of nine from the free throw line. So Mitchell playing really great defense again. Only four team fouls in this half, so it doesn't look like 
they're going to be sending Roosevelt to the line in the bonus before the game is really uh, in the balance. And the defense has really helped them dig in and put this run together tonight after Roosevelt had put together a six-point lead. A six-point to Mitchell Edge in free throws. They lead by three. 43 to 40. Four and a half minutes to go. Martinez brings it up. Miller now in the left wing. Back to Martinez in the left corner. Left corner now, left wing. Great pass. Wide open three for Martinez from way downtown. That one is short. And Roosevelt touched it last. It was off of Johnson. Colonel basketball. Big stop there again by the Colonels. Really well done. Keeping that lane all clogged up. They would not let Roosevelt get anything easy there. Now, that was a really good wide-open look for that three-pointer, but off the mark that time, and the Colonels don't give him a second chance. Van Overshield checks back in for Seamson. Five Colonel starters out there again. Christensen at the top of the key. Van Overshield near half courts. 18 seconds to shoot for Mitchell under four minutes to go. Mitchell leading by three. Stabner underneath. Kick out three. Van Overshield. Nearly an air ball, way too strong for Van Overshield. Rebound for Miller. Gets it back up to Johnson. Now to Spicer. She drives the lane, kicks it out to, to the free throw line. Martinez, she's their shooter. A deep two in the left corner. That one is no good. Rebound fought for. Roosevelt gets it with Mallory Nelson at 5-10. Here's a three for the tie. This one is also no good. Christensen with the board. As that time, Taya Johnson was just a little bit off. This is more of the Roosevelt offense we saw in that first half. Just can't hit anything from three. And nice job by the Colonels there to get a stop despite two opportunities on that possession for Roosevelt. Coming up on three minutes to go, 43-40. Mitchell with the lead and the ball. And Overshield backs it out with eight to shoot. She'll drive left side. Layup is short. Christensen with the rebound, though, fighting for it. And they she traveled. for a travel? Are you kidding me? I felt like she was on one foot. How do you travel? She's fighting for the basketball. Foot? She's trying to rip the basketball away from two defenders. That was a terrific yeah, rebound. I don't know about that one. Oh, my goodness. Well, you got you to play through it. I mean, yeah. I, that was a very questionable call. The Colonels need to get back defensively now. Roosevelt down 43-40, getting late in this one, 2.40 to go. Martinez, another deep three, finally got it to go. That one from behind the men's line. We're tied again. Martinez with 17 tonight. That's her third from deep. 2.25 to go. We're tied at 43. Stamer to the line to shoot two as Miller fouls her underneath. Yeah, Haley Miller just went right through Sawyer Stabner that time and got the hand over the back to try to steal that basketball. She's not happy about the call, but that was the right call to make. Just got too aggressive that time, and now Sawyer Stabner with a chance to make two more big free throws. Double bonus for Mitchell. Stabner to give Mitchell the lead, and she does. Nice. Boy, I mean, the last five free throws from Sawyer Stabner have been nothing but net. 22 points for her. Mitchell back up 44-43. Only 2.26 to go. Not many possessions left in this one. Second one is short. And Roosevelt going to get the rebound here. Down by one. Rebound by Nelson. And you got to keep an eye on Martinez. She's got three threes tonight and 17. Oh, thought she was going to take another one there. Right corner. Roosevelt thinks about it. Johnson passes it off. You got Van Overshield on uh, on Martinez. Stolen by Siebert underneath. Not a good pass from Nelson. Too many passes, really. They had a couple of different looks at a three, as you were saying. 
and the Colonels come away with it. And that's a huge turnover with under two to go now. Minute 50 to go. He can run some clock and hopefully get some points, maybe get to the foul line. Stabner underneath, just so tough underneath, and we get a tie-up. Oh, a travel on Roosevelt. I don't even know if she had the ball. <laughs> a travel on Spicer to give it back to Mitchell. Yeah, and now she's talking to the referee and trying to explain her side of it, but travel was called, so Mitchell gets it back and a fresh shot clock, so they got to work on the clock here with 1.45 left. Yeah, they can bring this down to a minute 10, a minute 5. I'll tell you, that last possession by Roosevelt, that was as patient as I've seen them be in this second half. It's almost like everyone that touched the ball was kind of a little nervous about taking that big shot. Minute 45 to go. Colonel Zavitt under their basket. Giblin gets it into Siebert. Boy, points here would be huge. Giblin nearly gets it stolen away. She'll drive right side and put it in off the glass and good. Big. Giblin now with seven. Minute and a half to go. Mitchell leading 46-43. Another close one tonight here for the Mitchell girls looking for their seventh straight win. And put them in eight and six with two win Aberdeen coming up next Tuesday. Drive by Martinez. She's awfully good. She laid it in with her left hand. Yeah. She's got 19 tonight. So well done slicing through traffic and getting that shot up with her left hand. Giblin has it. A minute five to go. Mitchell leads by one. 46-45. Stabner has it on the right wing. Left hand, she'll drive. Contact, no foul. Still plenty of time. 15 seconds to shoot. We have 55 seconds left. Giblin again, same spot. Misses it off glass this time. Martinez with the rebound. Roosevelt with a chance to take the lead. Rough rider ball with 45 seconds to go. Down by one. Tipped away. Colonel steal it. Giblin with the steal and the foul. Giblin will shoot two. Boy, that was the possession right there for Roosevelt. That was big. Yeah, just great stop by the Colonels that time. Uh, Giblin just a little bit off on the angle on her shot on their last possession. Had a pretty good look at it, but the ball a little bit too strong off the glass. But what a great job making up for it on the other end defensively, getting that turnover for Mitchell and potentially trying to seal the game here with a couple of big free throws with only 40 seconds left. Haley Miller fouls out. She is scoreless tonight. She has five fouls. 40 seconds to go. Giblin shooting two. You love to get at least one of these, so you have at least a two-point lead. 46-45. Mitchell up by one. 40 seconds to go. First three throw from Giblin is good. Giblin here with a big fourth quarter. She has uh, six of her eights here in this fourth quarter. Christensen has nine. Sieberts with uh, eight tonight. And Stabner with 22. Giblin's second one is no good, so it's a two-point game with 35 seconds to go. Colonels with a stop here can seal the deal with some more free throws. You can't give up a three. Martinez on the right side. Right corner. Double team. Colonels tip it and steal it, and that should do it if they can make their free throw. Siebert comes up with the steal. Van Overshield to shoot with 21 seconds to go. Stabner again. She is everywhere. She's absolutely everywhere. The, the uh, Rough Riders were trying to swing it around to the right wing that time, and Stabner just got in there and deflected the pass and got it back for the Colonels. I mean, her energy is unmatched. I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible how hard she goes on both ends of the floor for four quarters. Van Overshield has not scored tonight. She makes the free throw to give Mitchell a three-point lead. 48-45 Colonels 
with just 21 seconds to go. Van Overshield has had a surprisingly quiet night tonight. Defensively, she's been all over the place, and she makes both of those. Huge. She's a big-time clutch player. You want her at the line. Colonel's up four, 15 seconds to go. And, boy, Van Overshield got a lot of ball right there. He'll pick up the foul. Uh, They're going put to her, put her at the line, I believe. Yep. Fifth foul on Mitchell, the fourth on Van Overshield. 16 seconds left. This is uh, two free throws for Spicer. And no matter what, you know, Mitchell comes away with the lead with 16 seconds as long as the Rough Riders don't get a rebound off a miss. But uh, Colonels are still going to have to hit some free throws to seal this game. Spicer has 12 points. She has hit uh, five free throws tonight. Four in this quarter, eight of her 12 points in the fourth. Roosevelt down by three, make it a two-point game. Spicer makes the free throw, 49-47. Mitchell girls up by two with 16 seconds to go. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. This is J.R. of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer, and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iversons in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. Mitchell Colonels looking for their seventh straight win coming down to the wire. They lead Roosevelt 49-47. Travis Grins and Shawn Michaels at the Corden Palace tonight. Well, go ahead. Defense first half, offense second half. I was just going to say, got to beat this pressure now. That's big. Get this ball in. They did that. Sieber got the ball. She's a really good free throw shooter. So She'll shoot two. Worked out well there that time. I was just going to say, you got to be careful here on the inbound because they're going to apply some pressure and you definitely don't want to turn the ball over. So well done by the Colonels to get that ball in cleanly. Taya Johnson picks up her first foul. Five Colonel starters still out there. Siebert shooting two up by two. This one is short. Siebert has been off tonight from the foul line. Now, now Roosevelt is still breathing because even if she hits this, it's a one possession game. Siebert with eight points tonight. 14 seconds to go. Mitchell up by two. Need one big stop. Defense has been your best part of your game all season long, and they need one more defensive stop to win this game. Siebert to to make it a three-point game. Colonels need to make this free throw. Siebert. This one too strong. She misses it. Last touched by the Colonels. 13 seconds to go. Roosevelt can win this game with a three-pointer. They will take a timeout. They have two remaining. We will as well, a quick one. 13 seconds to go. Mitchell ahead, 49-47. Roosevelt ball when we return in 30 seconds on KORN. Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit, Tuesday, February 15th, inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fauner Park in Grand Island. Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend, Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit, Tuesday, February 15th, at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. Mitchell Colonel basketball. Colonel's uh, leading here 49 47. 
Trying to win number seven in a row. It's not been easy tonight against the Roosevelt team. That is one and 11. 13 seconds left. Roosevelt will have to go the length of the floor. And this point here, Mitchell can foul one more time without putting him in the bonus. And maybe you use your fouls here. I would, yeah. I, I would strongly consider well, you're only let, up let by him two. get across half court, play good yep. defense, and then foul him with about five or six seconds left. And then force them to get one good shot with five seconds. Yeah. 49-47, 13 seconds to go. Roosevelt trailing by two. Martinez will throw it in. You'll likely see Martinez with a shot. Colonels with good defense. There they go. get it into Spicer. Ten seconds to go. She trips. She didn't travel. Boy, no Martinez foul. for the win. No. Short. Saved her with the rebound. Colonels going to win this with 1.7 to go. Boy, you that cannot. Was a great look. You can't ask your best player at a wide open three. She has shot a couple of them from way downtown tonight past the men's line, and it was well short. 1.7 to go. Colonel's going to pull out the victory here. 49-47. Stabner at the line to shoot two. What a deal. Yeah, that was a really good defense by the Colonels. That ball ended up kind of going loose there, and after a Rough Rider got tripped a little bit, and then nicely done, good heads-up play by the Rough Riders to pick up that basketball and get that clean look off, and was a little bit short. Stabner was flying in there to try and distract it a little bit, and it was just enough. So Colonels may just be able to hold on here. Stabner with 23 points. She makes the first free throw up three, and she makes the second. She has been absolutely unbelievable at the free throw line recently, and that'll do it. 51-47. The Colonels survive tonight versus 1-12 and 12 Roosevelt's. What do we got here? They call it a foul. They called a foul on that 60-foot shot. So Martinez is going to shoot three free throws. 51-47, not your final. I think Stabner fouled her. That's another one, like, like, like you have said and we have said off the air, there's one second to go. Stay you're, away. You're up by four. Nothing good can happen. No. It, it's your instinct to play defense and, and, and play the game, but at that point you've got to be smarter and say, don't touch. You're up by four with two seconds left. On the clock. And that shot was 20 feet short from going in. just let them launch that desperation shot that means absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I don't know how much contact there really was. I think at most they got their feet tangled. You never see that call made. I I don't think that was necessary at all. There are .3 seconds to go. Martinez has to make the first two, miss it, and you cannot get a – you can't get a three off off you, a rebound. You, you can't. You, you you need to. You, you can't even get a shot even off. Even a put Point back three. won't tie it up. No. So Martinez here down by four. The free throw is no, no good. good. So that'll do it anyway. So it won't matter. So she had to make the first two, miss the third one, and they needed a layup to tie it up. Yeah, if you're the Colonels, just step yeah. away. Just watch whatever happens yeah. at the end of this. You don't need to box out. Second free throw is good. Just so that makes it. I would start walking towards the bench. It's like let her shoot him without anyone there like it's a technical foul. Colonel's going to win here. This means nothing. Point three seconds left. Mitchell up by three. Last free throw for Martinez is no good. And Stabner, why, why, may as well give her another rebound. Why not? So it was one point different as Martinez misses two or three from the line. 51-48. Mitchell Colonel's win by three tonight. And they improved to eight and six. They've now won seven straight games after starting one and six. I mean, they probably weren't expecting a game like this where it was going to be really tight and they're going to have to fight their way 
down the stretch to pull this out with a 1-11 and 11 team. But, again, you know, this is a team that gave Huron a good game on Tuesday night, and they're going to be playing hard every night when you're 1-11. and 11. You're a desperate team. And despite all that cold shooting to start the game, Roosevelt was right in this game all the way to the end because they, they caught some fire in that second half. And, you know, the Colonels, to their credit, they went down by six at one point after having a lead at halftime. And they rallied back. They just kind of flipped the switch. The defense took over. Sawyer Stabner took over. And, yes, they found a way to get their seventh straight win. And they just keep on impressing us as the season goes. 51-48. Mitchell wins by three. They led by three at the end of uh, the first half. And uh, they had a one-point lead there at the end of that third quarter. We're back in three minutes. Culver's post-game show and reaction to the action from Cole Knippling. It's all coming up next. Back in three minutes on KORN. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel Boys Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORN Coming up this Friday night, the Colonel Boys are at number one Sioux Falls Roosevelt. We'll have the pregame show at 645 with tip-off at 7 from Sioux Falls. It is on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNRadio.com. Mitchell Colonel girls, they've won seven in a row, but it was not easy tonight. They defeat uh, one win Roosevelt 51-48. This uh, game came down to, to one of the final possessions, Sean. Roosevelt, they were down two at 49-47. Uh, they had the ball to start with 13 seconds to go. Their best player, Kayla Martinez, had a wide-open three in that left wing in front of their bench. It was a deep three, well behind the line, behind the men's line. Uh, but she made a couple of those tonight, and uh, thankfully for Mitchell, it was just a little bit short. And uh, Mitchell goes on to win here by three, and uh, one and six becomes eight and six. Yeah, another good win for the Colonels. I mean, you'll take wins no matter how they come. I mean, we both remember their first win on the season was somehow, some way, was kind of done in an ugly fashion. But when you're a team trying to win, it doesn't really matter how it happens. But, you know, I, I've noticed with the Mitchell Colonel girls this year, especially during this winning streak, um, you, you don't see their A game until the urgency is there. Mm-hmm. Because you know, like last week when they were at Sioux Falls, Lincoln, it was kind of ugly at halftime, only scored 16 points. I think they were down by five or six. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, they flipped the switch in the second half, and the urgency was there, and they started to hit those threes, and then, you know, they started to look a little bit more like themselves and uh, took over the rest of the way from that point. That, that's kind of how it felt tonight, you know. I mean, it felt like they were sort of in control of the game for the first half, despite how ugly and low scoring it was. The offense wasn't really there, but the Rough Riders were so cold shooting it didn't matter. They kind of got lucky in a sense. Yeah. But then, you know, cue the second half all of a sudden Roosevelt's offense comes to life in a hurry and they build a six-point lead 32-26 and then the Colonels regroup they talk about it in a timeout and then they get going offensively we start trading baskets and then you add that to their defense they're accustomed to and they weathered that storm Rough Riders at one point made eight straight shots and somehow some way the Colonels stay within six during all that and then they kicked things up defensively, forced some turnovers, got to the free throw line. Sawyer Stabner got back into attack mode, and they looked a lot more like that team that we've been accustomed to seeing. And in the end, they win by three points. It's just, uh, it's interesting, you know, how they kind of turn it yeah. on and off. 
And I kind of want to see that game where they, they have that urgency right away from the get-go and they get that offense clicking with the defense and see what that looks like. Because as good as this team is right now, 8-6, and six, kind of flying under the radar, right? Mm-hmm. When they were 1-6 to start the season out, really impressive turnaround, and yet they haven't seen their full potential yeah. yet. So that's kind of the, uh, the scary thing about this team is as good as they are right now, they could be even better. Yeah, I mean, there was that stretch in that third quarter where the Colonels were up 15-12 to 12 at the half, and then all of a sudden Roosevelt in that first 90 seconds, two minutes of that second half, scored as many points in that stretch as they scored in the entire first half, and Mitchell found themselves down by six, and they called that timeout, and like you said, uh, they really turned it on there uh, in, in that, uh, in that uh, second half of the third quarter to take a, a 35-34 lead. Head coach Cole Knipling getting ready to join us here in about 30 seconds. Uh, 24 points for Sawyer Stabner tonight, only Mitchell in double figures. Uh, but again, uh, he had nine points from Caitlin Christensen, eight from Sarah Siebert, uh, eight from Taylor Giblin, and a, a couple of big free throws. Lauren Van Overshield, there are only two points tonight. Uh, we're in those final seconds from the foul line, but uh, she's proven that uh, she can hit a couple of big free throws at the end of the game. It is reaction to the action. Mitchell head coach Cole Knipling joins us in uh, another exciting, another memorable game, things that you never see before. Uh, first half, it was hard, and all of a sudden that third quarter, uh, both teams made up for uh, for some lost points. Yeah, at halftime, I think both coaches went in and said, just stop playing defense and let's have a shooting competition. But uh, you know, I was yelling at him, I was like, we gave up baskets on the first four. I, I was, at one point in time, I was like, we've given up 16 points in four minutes. We don't usually give up 16 points and a half. Let's no. go. We're tired. You could see it. Tired legs, tired minds. Tuesday was a really intense game, and I was worried for this. We talked about it. You can try and prepare them, but, you know, I I probably should have used my bench a little bit more, too. I'm really, I'm asking an awful lot out of my first five, and they they gave it to me, and they they won off a sheer wheel. Really, that's all it was. It wasn't very good coaching, that's for sure. You called that time out there. You guys were down six there early when they made their run, and it looked like a new, a completely different team after that timeout. You guys uh, really controlled the game from there. Yeah, I, I told them how much I loved them, and I was really happy about it. You know, good. Seven, no, good. We, we had some words, but it was, you know, mostly I, was, I told them, I was like, I'm going to take you out of the zone because you guys can't play it. And they said, we want to stay in it. I said, well, if you're going to stay in it, then you better start playing it the right way. Uh, and I felt like they, they responded to that very well, so I was proud of them. Let's give all the credit to the girls. I thought they did a good job of starting to establish the post-up play. You know, mm-hmm. for a while there, we just kind of went to the well with Sawyer down low, and, and that was what really won us the game. Yeah, usually we see her drive to the basket, but this time you sat her down. That was something we haven't seen a whole lot this year. Yeah, you know, that's what we, we did that last game, too. It just seems like we really, a lot of teams, because of that ball screen action, they have to put a guard on her. Well, then the guards aren't used to playing in the post, so it's kind of nice that we got those two plays like that. You know, that um Taylor Giblin really had some huge shots in that fourth quarter. That three in the corner, yeah. free throws, that that kind of runner layup. You know, they were Taylor or Sawyer was tired. Um, they were really face gardener, and I thought Taylor did a good job being that second scorer, and we really needed it. And you put Stamer down low. She's such a good passer. She finds the open shooter for threes, and uh, another one. You got some time off here. What Tuesday at Aberdeen, eight and six, and uh, good good time to have some time off. You have these little stretches during the season. And this is another one where we can maybe get three, four days off. Yeah, we really need it. So we'll, we'll probably go pretty late tomorrow night. Um, more than anything, just try and loosen up and, and get that soreness out and then give them the weekend off and one, a one-game prep on Monday for a, a long trip on Tuesday. But it's another big one. Like I, I talked about, these two are huge for if we want to have – I kind of told them tonight, it's like you got to win tonight to hopefully get a plus one at the Corn Palace. If you don't want to have three games left, if you want to have four, you need to win tonight and you need to win on Tuesday. 51-48, Colonels now at 8-6. and six. They've won seven in a row. They'll be at Aberdeen coming up next Tuesday. Coach, good luck. 
Thank you. Appreciate you guys. There we go. Another one tonight. It was exciting. 51-48. Cole Kniplina with his reaction to the action. So they've got the weekend coming up. They only got one game next week. And then the, that final stretch. Uh, they got Aberdeen Central. And then you get into those uh, final five games where it's taken on Washington, O'Gorman, Brandon Valley, Rapid City Central, and Rapid City Stevens. Those are, uh, without a doubt, the top five teams. There's a different uh, top five in Class AA, and those are it. And it just so happens those are the final five games of Mitchell's schedule. So they're 8-6. and six. Aberdeen is always a tough place to play, but uh, they're down this year. They've only got two wins. But, again, uh, some rest would, would, would do Mitchell some good here uh, over this weekend because uh, you can probably expect uh, another tough one like this at Aberdeen Tuesday despite uh, they only have a couple wins on the year. They've absolutely earned the rest they have coming up and uh, a lot of confidence going into the home stretch here with that seven-game win streak. Uh, just running down the final stats from tonight's game, Mitchell ends up shooting 28% from the floor, going 15 out of 53 for the game. And uh, the Rough Riders out shooting him just by a little bit, going 17 out of 54, shooting 31% for the game. Uh, free throw line, that was a big difference again tonight here for the Lady Colonels, 19 out of 31 at the free throw line. So a little bit more than a third of their offense coming at the charity stripe. Uh, for the Rough Riders, just 10 out of 14 at the free throw line. So the Colonels, again, keeping them off the free throw line as much as possible tonight. Uh, rebound battle led uh, by the Colonels, 27 to 21, the final tally there. And turnovers almost even. The Rough Riders, 15, Mitchell, 13. And, you know, 13, I think, with your if you're Coach Knippling, you can kind of live with that, with how well their defense playing and keeping them in that game, especially when the Rough Riders got hot. So, yeah, you just find a way. I mean, uh, he was talking about the, the defensive adjustments that they made when they went down by six, and I think that's where the game turned around. They just mm -hmm. said, all right, this is where we start playing. This is where we take this game over. And a really hard-fought victory tonight here for these Colonels as they uh, get a little break and then hit the home stretch as the schedule just gets tougher. Yep. There's one game next week, so they can win that one at Aberdeen. Uh, sets them up nice. And if you can just win one of those final five, you, you don't need uh, – you, you're not going to lose many seed points because all those teams you're playing only have one or two losses. Those yeah. are all going to be as good of losses as you can get. Uh, they beat Brandon Valley last year. We'll see. Maybe they can do something against Rapid City Central at the end of the season. You'd say that maybe uh, that, that, that uh, Central game is maybe that one where you can look like that's the most winnable of those five, but you're at eight and six. You'd like to be nine and six next week, and if you can just pull out one of those, you'd be at ten and ten, and uh, you'll be right in that mix for that top eight seed. And if not, uh, maybe you'll be a nine or a ten seed. And, and, and this is a team that, at the beginning of the season, uh, players, coaches—I don't know if anybody would have said at this point they'd be eight and six. At this point, you'd be thinking, you know what? They they got a shot at a state tournament. Mm -hmm. It depends who they play, but. Uh, yeah, this is this is the the surprise team in Double A. You know, they they may finish under 500, but uh, this is this is a team that's been very surprising this year. Yeah, just uh, playing good basketball right now as a team, and uh, they're playing with house money. I mean, as you said, they only need maybe one or two wins to really establish where they're going to be uh, for the Sodak 16, and that means you just go out there and play loose. You play hard basketball. You play smart basketball. Keep doing what they've been doing. Play good defense and I think they're going to feel like they can give some of these really good teams on their schedule a heck of a run for their money. 
Other scores tonight, uh, Pierre beats Yainton by 30, 57-27. And uh, Sioux Falls Lincoln beats Brookings by 15 tonight, 60-45. Well, we got another big one. We'll be in Sioux Falls tomorrow night for the uh, boys matchup between number one Roosevelt. They're a 12-0. They haven't lost in just over a year. They've lost 23 in a row. They get to play the Mitchell Colonels, number three in the state, uh, coming off that loss versus Jefferson. You'd say that's the worst we've seen uh, Mitchell here this uh, Tuesday. They played their offense, just never clicked, Mm-mm. held uh, to 245 points. And so uh, maybe that was the game they needed to get a spark. So, all right, uh, we're playing the best team we're going to see all year. <laughs> this is going to be on the row. Nobody's going to expect you to be the team to knock off Roosevelt after that performance on Tuesday. So uh, this is a good shot for uh, Mitchell to go on the road. It's going to be I'm, – I'm excited for it. It's a game I've been yeah. looking forward to the most all year uh, for the Mitchell boys. How do they stack up against the, the best. Uh, number one no-doubt team in the state? Yeah, I mean, and we know we're going to see an angry Colonel team tomorrow night and they got to control that anger play smart but you know as the coach was telling us on Tuesday they want to get that bad taste out of their mouth they wanted Mm -hmm. to play immediately following that loss but now they had to think about it for a couple days been watching game film learning from their mistakes I'm sure they had really good intense practices since that game Tuesday night and uh, I expect them to come out with a ton of energy, yeah. lots of urgency tomorrow night at Sioux Falls. Slow starts. you got to come out right away and say, all right, this is the right. fourth quarter. We're Don't down. get behind early. Imagine it's the fourth quarter. You're down 5-6. got to go right from the bat. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a great game. Should be a great atmosphere at Roosevelt tomorrow, 645. The pregame show, 7 o'clock. Boys basketball tomorrow on KORN. Number three, Mitchell at number uh, one, Roosevelt. Stabner with 24 tonight. Uh, 24 Martinez of the uh, Rough Riders. Colonels hang on to win 51-48. Mitchell girls now at 8-6. and six. They've won seven in a row. For Max Moore and Sean Michaels, I'm Travis Krenz. We'll see you back uh, at Roosevelt tomorrow night at 7 o'clock for more Mitchell Colonel basketball.